0: Good morning, everyone. It's good to see each of you this morning. And uh, after a very difficult week for many uh, families in our community and church, we want to we do want to continue to keep them in our our prayers. But I wanted to say this morning to commend you as a church family for the way that you uh, just reached out this week and served and did whatever you could um, to help. The Miller family and and others, and uh, uh, you were the hands and feet of Jesus this week, and that was great to see. Um, So, (laughs) I just wanted to say, great job, church. Um, I feel like uh, we witnessed today, what we talked about just the past, or this week, what we talked about the past couple Sunday's about being the hands and feet of Jesus, and, and uh, so let's keep doing those things for each other, and let's find ways to reach out to others. That's going to be our focus this morning as we look at Romans 10, so if you want to turn there in your Bibles with me, Romans chapter 10. What does it mean for you and I to be made for mission or called to Missions to make disciples for Jesus, to disciple those who are followers of Jesus and be the followers of Jesus that we need to be. We can be and do what these scriptures are calling us to today if we are faithful and if we are committed to it as his followers. So Romans 10, we're going to begin with verse 9 and read through verse 15. If you declare with your mouth... Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As Scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all. And richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one that they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet. Of those who bring good news. In the last uh, several years, our church conference or denomination, whatever you want to call it, LMC, a fellowship of Anabaptist churches, has developed a mission statement to guide us and encourage us in what Romans 8, or Romans 10 and Matthew 28, and many other passages in Scripture encourage us to to do, and to be. Of course, we also have a vision here at AMC that says what our um, vision or mission is as a church body as well. So we are going to look at both of those this morning along with the encouragement of Scripture to be about the mission of Christ in the world. You might have noticed the... uh, graphic on the front of your bulletin this morning maybe looks familiar to you, that's because it is the same graphic that LMC used a couple weeks ago for their uh, Celebration of Church Life conference, and uh, the theme was the same as today's message title, Making Disciples of Jesus. And so as we think about these mission and vision statements of the church this morning, we need to be sure that that they are not just empty words of what we are called to be and do as Christians. They need to to guide us. They they need to give us purpose. And we need to intentionally or be intentional about following through with them because Jesus is counting on us. In fact, Jesus has called us to these things, and so uh, it is very important. As Paul had just said in Romans how are they going to know unless someone tells them? Let's start with our current vision statement here at AMC. It's on the front of our bulletins each week, but how often do we actually read it, right? It says, by 2027, Arthur Mennonite Church will become a community of children and adults who build deeper relationships With each other, we will guide our children to learn God's word and know Jesus personally. Opportunities for the spiritual growth of all ages will be provided as we boldly share God's love to the world. And then, of course, the shorter version of that that's easy to remember, it says, nurture the future church. The first part of that vision is about who we want to be as a church body to each other. We want to be guided by our Christian beliefs, and we want to grow in them together. We want to develop relationships across all the different age groups in the church, and we want to use our spiritual gifts that God has blessed each of us with to worship the Lord and to bless others as Jesus calls us to do. But the last part of that vision connects with what the LMC mission statement says that we are going to look at next. It says that we will boldly share God's love to the world. So that means that we are to be about living Christ-like lives with how we live and actually talking about why we live that way with others, to others. We're to share the gospel boldly. And that means that we're not to let opportunities pass us by that give us a chance to talk about Jesus. Now, that can be in our families. um, That could be at school. It can be in your work. It can be even out as you're about in the community amongst neighbors and and other people. This picture of of people coming together to, to gather around the cross is a visual of that. We need to share how a life in Christ can be so much different and better than a life that's just lived in this world. The emptiness of the world, you see, can be replaced by the fullness of God when we allow our hearts to come together with one purpose and one desire to see people saved, to see people changed, and to see people in a relationship with Jesus as well as in relationship with each other. In Matthew 28, we see the words of Jesus before he sends into, in, descend, ascends into heaven. We heard that read by Kari in Spanish this morning. But he says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. First, there is the call to go and make disciples. Bring people in, tell them about your faith, tell them about Jesus, and do it boldly. I mean, what what did Jesus tell Peter and Andrew in Matthew 4? We heard that read too. He says, I will send you out to fish for people. Come, he said, follow me. And what did they do? They dropped their nets right then and there, and they followed Jesus. And then there is the call to disciple them once they are followers of Jesus. We are to teach, we are to equip, we are to nurture, and we are to talk with each other and people that we are crossing paths with about what following Jesus really means in life and also how truly life-changing that can be. In Romans 10, a few verses later from what we read, it says... Not everyone is going to receive it. Not everyone is going to believe it. But that doesn't mean that we are not supposed to share it. In Luke 10, there, of course, is the story where Jesus sent the people out by twos. And when he sent them out, he said, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And as he sent them out, he also warned them, he said, He said that um, I'm sending you out like lambs among the wolves. I think sometimes we feel like that today. As we are out talking about Jesus and sharing Jesus in our world. But what does our vision say? It says that we will boldly share God's love to the world. We will not be ashamed of the gospel message. We will be led by the Holy Spirit in how to share the message of Jesus. And we will make disciples, we will all be missionaries, and we will see faith communities grow and hopefully multiply in the name of Christ. That whole concept really is similar to the concept of compound interest in investing We all know how that works. You know, you you earn interest on interest that you've already earned. And so it multiplies over and so over some years it begins to to grow very fast. And so think about that in relation to ministry. One believer leads another to Christ, or walks alongside them, disciples them. Then that one leads to another who hopefully will tell somebody else and lead another person and walk beside them. And as that process goes, the kingdom of God grows and grows. You can see how that that works there on the screen. But that's exactly the concept that our LMC conference is encouraging us to follow. If you read any, many of the articles that they put out in their newsletters, they, they talk about a movement, a spirit-led movement, that encourages us to go with the message of mission. And there are four different uh, M statements that guide us in this. The first is that this is a movement which will be led or is led by the Holy Spirit. We, we pray and trust that the Holy Spirit will you know, lead us to the right people, into the right places, and put us in the right situations to be a part of this. And then when the Spirit does, of course, we, we need to be ready. We have to be ready to share the gospel with words and to do it boldly and not be ashamed of the message that we have to share. I think that's why it's important, really important, that we, that we pray about these opportunities ahead of time. You know, pray and ask the Lord to give you the words, to help you be bold, and when the opportunity is there in front of you, to just take a hold of it and not let it pass you by. For some people, of course, uh, I think, you know, sharing your faith probably comes naturally to you, but for others, it's a bit difficult. We're all gifted in different ways and have different spiritual gifts, you know, but um, oftentimes I think no matter who we are, we are to be sharing the gospel message, whether that's a spiritual gift or not. We are supposed to be talking about it and it's supposed to be a part of our life. But I think a lot of times we let the fear come over us of being rejected because of what we share or maybe, you know, there's a fear of not knowing Uh, If we will have the right answers, if they ask us a question, and, you know, some of those things get in the way of us just sharing the message. And the message is really not that difficult, if we really think about the message that we have to share. It boils down to this, Jesus loves you, Jesus came to save you, and Jesus can help you to find the peace, assurance, and hope that you need in this world. And, you know, once that basic message is shared, then as people come to trust in Jesus, they can be discipled and grow in the ways of Jesus from there. That's the second part of this mission statement. A spirit-led movement to make disciples of Jesus. You know, usually when someone comes to Jesus, say, a lot of times they don't come without scars or wounds or challenges that they have faced along the way. And so when we say make disciples, we are talking about the transformation process that takes place in their life as Jesus heals those scars and as Jesus tends to those wounds that they have picked up in life and helps them to overcome those challenges. And he does that for all of us, of course. But, But that is an important part of our mission, not only to lead them to Jesus, but then to walk along with them as they grow in Jesus and as they learn more about Jesus. You know, that's where the Nurture the future church part comes in. That's not only about younger generations in the church. It's also about those who might be new to the Christian faith or will be coming to faith in Jesus. Nurture the future church. You see, that continues here in the church with those of us who maybe have been Christians for many years. It's important that we, that we walk this journey together, that we support each other in the ways of Christ, and, you know, making disciples is a mission that should never really fully be completed, no matter what age you are or what place you are in life. It is an ongoing mission of the church, of being the church that God calls us to be. And that leads us to the third part of this mission, a spirit-led movement to make disciples of Jesus and mobilize every member as a missionary. Too often, I think, you know, we think of missionaries as those like the Novies or others who are called um, to go to the far corners of the earth and to share the good news. We are thankful, of course, for those who are called in that way, and they fearlessly sometimes go to those places that they are called to. And we support them, of course, with prayers and with finances. And who knows, you know, there may be someone right here who is going to be called in that way and in that manner in the future. And if that happens, we would support you if you are called to that. But here's the thing. If you're not called to that, you are still a missionary. All of us are missionaries. All of us are ministers. Right above, in the bulletin, right above the ministry team listings, it says ministers, all of Jesus' followers here at AMC another thing we probably look over a lot in the bulletin each week but it's there and it's been there for a long time so we need to mobilize in that way and we need to see ourselves as the ones who are being sent out now you know you are sent out whenever you walk out of the door of your house whenever you drive the vehic- your vehicle out of your driveway you're being sent out have you ever thought of it in that way? Whenever you leave your property or home, you are a missionary for Jesus. And in many ways, you should see yourself as a missionary in your own home as well. I mean, at least I, I hope that we are sharing the good, of, good news of Jesus with our children and, and with our spouses daily. But when you go out, you are to bring or take the good news with you. It might be at work, it might be at school, it might be at the grocery store, wherever. But you should always see yourself as a missionary. What is a missionary? How do you define that? I would say it's a person that's sent on a mission. Basically, you know, the mission... Statement calls on us as a church to mobilize which which means to do all that we can to prepare and to organize and to send people out in active service for the kingdom of god I think we uh, I think we do some of that as a church. I hope we do I believe that we do, but I always think we can do more. There's always more that we could do and can do, and it should really be. Uh, the ongoing work of the church as a community. Here's something I think is important for us to understand. When Paul talks about preaching in this Romans 10 passage, he's really not talking about preaching from a pulpit like this on a Sunday morning. What he's talking about there is he's talking about building relationships with people and speaking the good news of Jesus into those relationships. I mean, people these days, you know, they don't like the word preach. Um, People don't want to be preached at, but they do want to hear about the peace and the hope and the reconciliation and the salvation of Jesus. You see, preaching the good news is just about sharing the gospel of Jesus with your words and in your conversations with others we do that of course up here on Sundays but we need to do it out there during the rest of the week as well all of us we need to keep talking about that in the church because it's very easy I think you know to go about your week and, and never even think about going there um you know, having those faith conversations with uh, your coworkers or your friends as you get together, or any others that the Holy Spirit might cross have you cross paths with during the week. But if we want to see more people come to Jesus, and if we want to see the church grow, then we need to be about this work that Jesus calls us to. And I think all of us know that our community, our state, our nation, and our world need this now more than ever before, probably. We need to see one believer leading another to Christ, which will lead to another, and on and on that goes. And that actually is the fourth M of this mission statement. A spirit-led movement to make disciples of Jesus and mobilize every member as a missionary and to multiply faith communities locally and beyond. You know, we never know how large one seed planted would, will grow into. But one of our goals should be to plant seeds so that they can grow. If you plan on having a garden this year, you're going to have to go out and plant seeds here soon aren't you or maybe you already did otherwise nothing is going to grow and if you plant a seed sometimes in uh, in someone's life for Jesus it could end up multiplying into a huge harvest of souls for the Lord I like to think of garden tea when I think of that (laughs) if any of you have mint tea or garden tea you can hardly control it (laughs) It takes over wherever you put it. And I like to think of us planting seeds for the kingdom of God like, like that, that it's just going to take off. We're not going to be able to control it. It's going to go wherever it wants to go. Sometimes we may not even know about the fruit that comes from some of those seeds that we will plant. And LMC actually encourages us, or in all churches, to think about planting new churches. It's something we don't talk about a lot, but it's something that we should think about. You know what? Sometimes churches are called to plant new churches in new places. As Roman 10 says, how are the ones who will receive it and believe it going to hear if we don't share it or live it out? I think we need to remember that too. Uh, you know we can't be talking about it and then not living it living it out as well in verse 9 paul said if you declare with your mouth that jesus is lord and you believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved and those you talk to will be saved and then of course comes that multiplication part in verse 10 it says or he says for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. This is the mission that we are called to as Christians and as believers and as followers of Jesus Christ. It's not always easy, and it it does take obedience. It takes commitment. It takes fearlessness sometimes, but it takes words. We have to speak them. And, uh, you know, we may not send people out in two two by two to go to doors around Arthur. Um, But I sure hope we are sending workers out into the harvest field. I know that we are because I see all of you out and about each week. You are a missionary for Jesus out there. And so am I. Let's not forget that. Finally, my hope and my prayer this morning is that we will take this call seriously as a church, as families, as individuals, and as believers and followers of Jesus. I hope that our vision and our mission statements will not just be words that we put down on paper or just empty promises, but that they will call, uh, be a call upon our lives together to nurture the future church and to be involved in a spirit-led movement that is making disciples of Jesus that is mobilizing every member as a missionary and multiplying faith communities locally and beyond. Let's drop our nets and follow Jesus to wherever he will take us. Amen? Amen. Let's stand together and let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning as we respond to this call that Jesus has placed upon us. Father in heaven, May your name be praised today. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We worship you today with reverence and awe because of who you are. We are blessed that you call us your treasured people, your missionary people. Help us to love and to worship you, Jesus, with all of our heart, soul, and mind. Help us to love other people unconditionally in the way that you love us. And Lord, I pray that we would each uh, pray about the call, the specific call that you have maybe placed on our life. Maybe you're going to speak to somebody here this morning or watching online about going to a different nation or a different place in the world to share your good news. Maybe you're going to encourage someone to reach out to a neighbor or a coworker to start a conversation about Jesus. I pray that you especially put those in our heart who are going through difficult times or have maybe gone through a difficult uh, situation in their life and they need Jesus. Lord, help us to be the one to talk to them about that and share that hope with them. There are many struggling and hurting people in our world and I, I feel like each day, We are around some of them, Lord. We just need to pay attention to who they might be. And so, Lord, just help us to see who they are and and help us to, in, in loving, boldly, boldly and loving ways, help us to reach out to them and share the good news of Jesus and just show them that we care because of Jesus in our lives. Pray your blessing on each one here this morning and those watching online. I just pray that you would bless each one of us as we go out into the mission field this week and in the weeks ahead Uh, help us to follow you and be your missionaries and ministers in this world and we pray all of this in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ and all god's people said amen god bless and have a great week everyone